What's up, everybody? Welcome to Q's Lounge. We're going to get it in. You wake up, sun I'm in milk in your coffee. I'm laid out on the sofa with a guitar shake like your body. Why you pull a little sip? It's where your caffeinated hips. Brown skin, mama. The morning sweet when you're by me. Fill up my cup. You ask me how I like it, baby. Yeah. My Welcome to Q's Lounge. Take it black like you. Yeah, black like you. Welcome to Q's Lounge. I'm your host, Brother Q. I take it black like you. And I'm so excited for this show today. If this is your first time to Q's Lounge, I want to welcome you. If you're coming in from Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, I want to tell you, welcome. Q's Lounge. It's our little space to vibe and chill and talk about all matters of the heart. Excited today, we got a special guest today. Something real special for you guys. We can go ahead and vibe right quick. I take it black like you Ooh, Just like you are I take it black like you Baby I take it black like you take it black like I take it black like you I've been it for a minute, baby Sentimental for your sentiment shade Oh my God, you Drive me crazy. Tell me where you come from. Let me hear your water. We can make some new life with our love and make them black like you, baby. Let's make them black like you. Cause I love you. I take you black like Yeah, yeah. I want to welcome everybody to Q's Lounge. You know, I'm your host, Brother Q, and um, welcome to Q's Lounge. And again, if this is your first time into Q's Lounge, I want to welcome you and kind of let you know a little bit about Q's Lounge. Q's Lounge is a safe space. It's our little space to, uh, to vibe and chill. Um, you know, one of the things that we do on Q's Lounge is we talk about all matters of the heart. And I believe that everything in life is a matter of the heart. And, um, and a, big, a big thing that we talk about is we always talk about love. And so today we have a special show. Um, if you if you didn't see the last show, I want to tell you, you want to go back and watch the last show. The last show was called Narrative, and I want to say shout out to Latasha Wilson for uh, for joining us on the last show. Uh, but today I'm I'm extremely excited because I have somebody who is um, someone who I'm fond of. You know, a lot of times men don't see men that they can look at who are not somebody who is like a celebrity or someone who is. Um, like look almost like a peer and be super fond of them. So I'm excited to have our special guests on today. I think you're going to love our special guests. And um, I want everybody to give a well welcome, warm welcome to my guy, to my man, our special guest. And Yatu Marvel is Hitch. How are you doing today, brother? 
Man, I am marvelous. No pun intended. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be uh, at Q's Lounge, man. I have nothing but respect for Quaylen and how he moves and how he chooses to use the platform. And so, yeah, uh, this is going to be a good night. Definitely chime in. You're going to get some truth that you probably don't get very often. Absolutely, brother. And I appreciate you for um, making yourself available. Q's Lounge, again, uh, you are the type of person and what you do um, is what I would like to be able to um, have in Q's Lounge all the time. So I'm hoping that the show goes so well that you will come back. You know what I mean? So um, so again, let me just give, give a little um, background to to Inyatu. I want you guys to know who Inyatu is. Inyatu, a Marvel is Hitch. He's a dating relationship consultant. His credentials include certified relationship, premarital and marriage counselor and facilitator, a prepared, enriched couple assessment, and certified life coach. He is a true renaissance man and a published author, media personality, public speaker, investor, and trader, and black love enthusiast. And Yatu also co-authored the new Amazon bestseller, Why He Married Her and Played Me, Nine Secrets to What He's Thinking. He is the former co-host of iHeartRadio talk show. He said, she said, he sat on the he said, she says relationship panel at the 25th anniversary of the Black Woman's Expo, as well as numerous other relationship panels, talk radio shows and podcasts. And Yatu's personal mantra is live life on and with purpose. And Yatu, thank you so much for being on the show, brother. Man, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I want to ask you before we jump into our topic, um, how did you, where did the inspiration, what moved you to become a dating and relationship consultant? Where did that come from? Uh, it's so well, funny. It kind of more so found me, right? Uh, sometimes you, you like things, you uh, are even gifted in things, but you don't recognize uh, your own gifts. And so even as a really young person, elementary school, high school, uh, I was given tips and advice on love and relationship uh, very early on and um, got to high school, probably wasn't using it for, for the best things, right? <laughs> trying to help guys get with, with women. But uh, I just started to pay attention to the dynamics uh, between men and women, especially uh, black young men and women. And uh, social media came about, conversations would come about. I would jump into the conversations and just uh, give my two cents. And then uh, a friend of mine I went to high school reached out to me and said, hey, I know a lady who's having a, pa a, a panel on relationships and marriage. And I told her she should get you on the panel. And I was like, why? And she's like, you can't see why? <laughs> she's like, man, you're into it and you know what you're talking about. And so uh, I always love to give a shout out to uh, Terry Connor, she's a relationship coach, a life coach. I say she's who discovered me. That's the first panel that I participated in. And then later, uh, Wanda B. Of yeah. he shit, uh, she said on iHeartRadio and Intellectual Radio uh, asked me to be a guest on the, her show. Uh, it went really well. So maybe a couple of weeks later, I got invited back again. And then again, and I think after the fifth time, she was like, look, I want you to be the co-host. I want you to be on here every week. And uh, it just went from there and, and when the movie hitch came out all my friends was like that's you and i was like yeah how do i reach that audience how do i find that uh target market and market and promote myself to them uh, especially when hitch did it underground which i think is pretty smart right. uh 
and I didn't see a way to do it. But lo and behold, uh, technology and life moved on and, and I saw the opening. And uh, yeah, I made that short story long, but here I am, Yatu Marvel Titch. I'm a black love enthusiast, but I love to see anybody and everybody have healthy, happy, sustainable, romantic love in their lives if that's what they desire. And uh, I know I wanted that for myself and I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to create it for myself. I didn't know how to curate it for myself. And so I just started collecting information and talking to as many married people and, and getting as much feedback as I possibly could. And uh, I tell people I'm not an expert, I'm just, I'm a student, right? But I will share my cliff notes. I will share my notes uh, with whoever is willing to listen. And so that's my story. Thank you for asking, Q. Man, you know, it's it's so crazy because, you know, we talk about, you know, your circle. You want to be around like-minded people at times because iron sharpens iron that way as well. And it's just interesting to hear what you said and where that came from because I, I see myself in that. And so I hope... Uh, one day to write a book, you know, you know, make sure you go out and get his book on Amazon um, and all the things that you've done. And so um, we'll really glad to, to have you here. I'm going to ask you a question. Um, well, you know, first of all, our topic today is on intimacy, man. And I, when I talked to you about this, I said, you know, you know, you and I as men, especially as black men, um, I said, I'm going to say that with my chest as black men. <laughs> We need to have a conversation about what is intimacy, you know what I mean? And, and, and I believe that you and I can have a conversation about, you know, where intimacy is more than just sex, you know? And a lot of times when you're in that single and depending on what season that you're in, you know, right. there's a lot of women. Um, and I'm just speaking to what the demographic has been um, from these relationship conversations are people that are, you know, 30 to 40s, you know what I mean? And um, right. and they're in that season of they're, you know, finding their sexuality and, you know, we're having conversations about sexuality. But you know what? Sex is not keeping relationships, you know, together. And so I really wanted to have, you know, get your opinion about and your insight around um, what is intimacy you know, beyond sex? Oh, great question. Uh, as you shared, <clears throat> it's not something men uh, talk about a lot. And uh, I think we are probably in, in the most sexual, sexualized time in history, right? Sex is, is prevalent uh, all over the place and people are a lot more open and a lot more forward uh, and even forcing, uh, in some cases, their sexuality on people. But for me, you know, intimacy is a special level of, of closeness and togetherness. And so when I think of intimacy, uh, I don't think of sex. I think about um, a feeling that I have about a woman. I think about a level of trust and comfortability uh, that I have with a woman that I can um, be vulnerable and just uh, truly relax with that woman. And so, you know, I grew up in love uh, I always crack the joke using the song, you know, I don't mean to give you the wrong impression, but I need love and affection and I'm not uh, talking about sex, right? I'm talking about that closeness, that togetherness uh, that you can only experience with somebody special. So uh, I can have sex with any woman or at least almost uh, any woman, but I can't uh, create intimacy uh, with any woman. And so that comes from a conversation and really getting to know one another, uh, really having an, an openness uh, with one another. And I believe uh, a spark that if it's not there in the beginning, it may, be, it may never uh, be there to create that intimate space where you really, really feel it. 
and uh, I think in this microwave world we have right now, things are moving so fast, people are so busy. You know, I think back to uh, a woman I care about very much uh, coming to see me and we having sex and then she jumped up and kissed me on the head like I hate to hit and run and then <laughs> ran out the door. <laughs> wow, wow. And yeah, so, cool. you know, I'm down with a quickie uh, yeah. here and there uh, yeah. or, or everywhere. Uh, but I do need, I'm a guy, you know, and I don't think all men are the same, but <clears throat> I'm a man who needs intimacy, needs that closeness and that togetherness. And that's why I campaign uh, for marriage. And, and that's why that is uh, my, one of my intentions and purposes for myself is to get married because I, I want that intimacy. I want that closeness. I want that togetherness uh, every day if I can. Hey, that's what's up. You know, I, I want to ask you, so can you have intimacy? Um, how would you define intimacy versus affection? Again, you know, affection is is uh, a touching and, and things of that nature. Uh, but you can have that and not be fully comfortable and not be fully able to be fully vulnerable. In fact, many people are uh, engaging in even sex with their guards up, right? And so uh, affection is the physical part of it, but I think intimacy is the spiritual, emotional, and intri intrinsic, invisible uh, portion of it uh, that can't be touched and can't be uh, seen, but can only be felt. You know, I ask you this question because as a man, and I, I just believe that whatever you're going to say <laughs> to this question, uh, answer this question that I'm going to be able to relate to, um, how has intimacy to you, like, how have you grown? Like, what, it, what was intimacy to you when you were younger and then now as a bearded man? Um, <laughs> how, what is intimacy to you now compared to when you were younger? Yeah, when I was uh, younger, I was um, young and dumb and full of cum, and so yeah. I probably wasn't even uh, thinking about intimacy. Uh, but, you know, hindsight being 2020, I can remember being 18 years old and uh, really experiencing that, and it taking me aback. Um, it, it actually uh, brought me to tears. My high school sweetheart. <laughs> was going away to the Air Force, uh, uh, the National Guard or whatever the case may be, the reserves. She was going away to boot camp. And I, you know, I thought I was fine. And we like were hanging out uh, uh, maybe a week before she was leaving and uh, just like spooning and cuddling in bed or whatever. And, it, and, and boys to men came on. It's so hard to say goodbye. Oh, and yeah. next thing I know, I'm, I'm crying, right? And so, uh, again, uh, while I experienced a lot of the same uh, misguided thoughts about women and, and dating and relationships that a lot of young men uh, did, I, I believe I was different in some ways because I've always been in tune with my, with my feelings and uh, I didn't spend my youth in survival mode. Like I said, love was being poured on me so much that I had uh, an abundance to give and, and wanted to give. And so... Uh, I found myself as a young person trying to figure out how to balance being like other young people and being myself because I wasn't like uh, other young people in a lot of ways. And so 
I think now it's just a lot deeper. I'm a lot more open to it. No machismo getting in the way, no man code getting in the way, no concern about what some other man thinks uh, getting in the way. I can just um, be myself and do what's, what feels right and what feels natural to me. And love feels natural to me. Love and abundance uh, feels natural to me and closeness uh, feels natural to me. And uh, so, yeah, I, I seek it, uh, I curate it, I create it, and I, I do what I can to preserve it because I think it really is uh, something really special and that impacts people's everyday life. Like, you really don't think about that. But uh, in the morning time, I love to study people, right? So in the morning, uh, I see people going to work or whatever, and um, a lot of those people are pissed off already. They haven't even got to work, but you can see the scowl on their face and things of that nature and other people are skipping uh and glowing and i think you know that had that uh has to do with what went on last night and what's already going on uh in their lives and so yeah hugs love affection intimacy give me a better overall disposition and empower me uh to be the best version of myself uh and not like i said be in a more of a loving mode than a survival mode which is hard to do especially as a black man in this country Word. You know, you are a relationship um, counselor for also married folks. Um, you know, one of the things that oftentimes breaks down in a relationship is when the intimacy stops, right? You still love this person and all the things that you said are true, but, you know, but the intimacy, you're not pouring into the intimacy, you know? And I, I wonder what can you say or share um, about some of the challenges that people face in regards to in marriages and with intimacy and how do they get to that place? Cause it almost, you kind of get to a place where it gets dark and you get into a routine, you know, like they, they know Saturday, you know, is the, is, is the jump off time. And you come into the, you come into that space during for the jump off time. And it's, um, you know, and you know, you on a clock, you know what I mean? Or you got to go whatever. And, you, you don't, you're not having that cuddle time. You're not having that, like, just sit in it for a moment and let's just feel each other, you know, our energy together. You know what I'm saying? So what from your, you know, from your experience with counseling, um, what are some of the, what are some of the challenges that you've seen um, that folks have had in relationship to intimacy and what kind of advice do you have for those struggling in a marriage with intimacy? Uh, great question. You kind of uh, answer some of it uh, in your question because you're so, uh, thorough, but yeah, a lot of couples uh, struggle with intimacy, and it's it's just for the reason you said that people get so caught up in the day to day, they get caught up in a routine, and that routine doesn't include intimacy anymore because there's you know we want nice homes, we want nice cars, we want vacations, people want purses and wallets and and designer sunglasses and <laughs> and whatever else, and they get so caught up in that. Uh, that they forget about some of the things that are really actually important to them, right? Again, these people are mad going to work. They don't know why, right? Because they haven't looked in the mirror and looked at themselves. And so, uh, you know, a really successful person, uh, one of his favorite quotes was, you know, no days unalert, which means don't allow yourself to get in this rhythm of groundhog day where you're just going through the day and you're on automatic pilot and you aren't paying attention anymore. And so, you know, usually when you talk to couples about when they first met, that's when the magic 
was there. And if you can get them to talk about uh, when they first met, you, you can visibly see the magic start to re-enter uh, back into them. And so you really have to be uh, intentional about it. You really have to be self-aware, aware of yourself. Yes, you do need a home. Yes, you do need a car. Yes, you do like nice things, but you need closeness and togetherness uh, with your partner too. And uh, again, sometimes we just get caught up in the in the day to day, and we forget about it. And so, I highly recommend uh, couples who are struggling with intimacy to get some help. Uh, in addition to a person like myself, who you know is, is just uh, coaching and consulting and counseling the relationship. There are intimacy coaches who that's what they specialize in is in giving people tips and tools and uh, uh, things that they can do and practice on a daily basis uh, to create the intimacy if it was never there or to bring the intimacy uh, that was there in the past back to the relationship in the present. And so, yeah, I, you know, Sherelle Thomas is, is, a, is an intimacy coach and, uh, you know, she has tons of people going to her. Uh, because she's great at what she does and so it's all about being intentional and recognizing the need that's one of the most basic human needs is meaningful uh companionship and uh again you know because we got so caught up in the rat race people think that that companionship is about things that it isn't really about that if you can't just sit with a person and do nothing in silence and really enjoy the energy and enjoy the space um then all of those other things, uh, all the things that money can buy won't, won't create that intimacy for you and won't fulfill you, uh, at least in that space. Yeah. You know, I want to, um, I want to ask you, what are your thoughts around communication and intimacy? Um, because in silence, yeah, like, you, you know, those of you who follow Q's Lounge, you know, uh, one of my favorite songs is I Want You Around by Snow. And there's a part in the song where she says, you know, I don't need to touch you, you know, or just feel you like I want to feel your energy. So um, I'm in agreement with that. But how do you how important is communication to intimacy? I think it's I think it's very important that um, part of what establishes the ability to create intimacy uh, is trust. Right. Uh, a feeling of safety and uh it's not often talked about that men need to feel safe too uh but we really do and so i can just think about uh, decades of my life where i would go to women's houses and we would have sex and i couldn't even sleep at their house and i ain't feel and not like i thought somebody was gonna bust in and, and tie me up or anything but i really didn't feel safe in those spaces. So I would just be like up all night or sneaking out, right? Women would catch me sneaking out. You sneaking out? <laughs> uh, but it was because we hadn't had a level of communication uh, that, that made me feel like I could trust them uh, enough to be vulnerable and enough to share intimacy with them. And uh, yeah, so there's a depth of conversation. I always, there's a quote that says, I low-key fall in love with anybody who um, is really transparent with me, right? Because we know that it takes courage to do that. Uh, we know that it takes some level of, of trust to do that and uh, an exchange of energy uh, to be able to do that. And so, yeah, communication is to what any relationship 
what breathing is to living. It is so important. Uh, unfortunately, there are so many relationships where their uncommunicated expectations is killing the relationship because people haven't talked about what they want. People haven't talked about what they need and how to achieve it. And so, yeah, to answer your question, communication might be the key, the number one ingredient yes. uh, to creating intimacy. Yeah, you know, much of what we are talking about, you know, today is about romantic relationships. But I also just see, um, you know, I'm a father. Um, I believe you have children yourself. And I think it's this is also just that you got to be able to have an intimate relationship with your kids, too. I mean, because we are to be there, you know, the wisdom and to be able to provide um, just information for them that they need to trust us, that we can be a guide for them. And if we can't you can't do that with your your child. You know what I mean? You very well um, can struggle in your, you know, romantic relationships. So it's applicable, not just in romantic relationships. Um, I want to ask you um, a question and I'll have the moderator bring it up. Um, but how is intimacy different for women than it is for men? You take a stab uh, and I'll take a stab. How about that? <laughs> I ain't going to leave you out there hanging, brother, because that's Let what you brothers don't do. say that, that I have never... <laughs> Uh, been a woman, mm -hmm. so I it's just pure uh speculation, but I gather that women need to feel safe too, uh, to be able to feel vulnerable, and that uh, deep communication and connection is what creates that. And so, yeah, I, I don't know that it is any, uh, I don't think I don't know, I don't know that it is any different. I think when a man is being true to himself. Uh, to create that intimacy that uh, I think both genders are dealing with the same thing. But again, that's just me uh, yeah. looking from the outside, looking in. Yeah, you know, my two cents is that, you know, men struggle with vulnerability more than women do because women, the environment that they grow up in, uh, where there's a lot more communication, there's a lot more sharing of the feelings and all that. Like this is mm -hmm. that's why this show today is kind of special to me because I know I can expect for you to go where no man will go. You know what I mean? Right. So right. And speaking about feelings and emotions. And so um, when you, as you spoke, you've talked about the vulnerability and it's really hard to really have, you know, a love that is authentic if you struggle with uh, struggle with communication <laughs> and vulner vulnerability. And so um, for men, and this is coming from a conversation that you and I had around, you know, can you have your, your woman, right? wife or your woman, the, the lady you are um, courting, hopefully, be your best friend, right? Like your main, main, main person. And, you know, some men or after several years can say, like my parents have been married 54 years, you know, that they're best friends. But that probably took decades before we can get to that point. But there's a level for men because of our um, because of pride, I believe, um, and right. not that women don't have pride, but I'm just I can just speak passionately about for a man, is that we oftentimes are looking for you, woman. Uh, sometimes it looks like we want your body, right? We want all these things, but sometimes we just need you to just be, um, you know, forgiving, you know, in ways. You know what I mean? There's sometimes we just need to be able. Can we be vulnerable, and and not lose you because we were vulnerable, right? Right. Um, yeah, so that question for you regarding um, how do you see it differently, it's it, in the conversations that you have in, you know, with regards to dating relationships, the counseling, um, what are, are this, what type of scenarios 
have you seen that could be helpful as far as application for a person mm -hmm. who is who is challenged in their relationship and <laughs> keep it like you know somebody who's been dating for like a year and you know and, and when you're dating for a year and you're like over 30 over 40 that's you know that's a that's a lot longer you know what i mean <laughs> and you know, dog years right um what kind of what what kind of um you know advice or scenarios that you have for application around uh challenges with intimacy for for women with a man in a relationship and vice versa and, and how do you you know how do you overcome that in a dating relationship uh, i'm very glad you asked that question what i want to say first of all is that in 2023 a lot more women probably than ever before uh struggle with being vulnerable and creating intimacy as well that unfortunately uh in many cases women have been placed in survival mode too and so it's for uh, slightly different reasons uh but a lot of women have blockages uh as it pertains to vulnerability and intimacy as well and so i think that uh, men and women really need to take some time and educate themselves about each other that i think too many men are getting the information that they absorb uh about women at the barber shop right <laughs> and uh yes sometimes that's some really terrible information being provided at the barber shop and uh, I think too many women are getting their advice uh, at the salon and or from people in the romance industry um, who are more concerned with monetization than they are with helping people. And so, uh, you know, people are running with these uh, sound bites that sound good and, and uh, you know, make, People feel strong in the moment, like they aren't being emotional. You know, people talk about not being in their feelings and not caring anymore and uh, bragging about being petty. And so, but if we studied each other, we would uh, gain an understanding of how to create it. And then we don't have to reject it, right? Because I think people are just rejecting it uh, because they're afraid uh, that if they really allow themselves to want it and desire it and they can't create it, uh, they don't want to deal with the disappointment and heartbreak of it all. And so for men, I highly recommend that men buy the, either the, the physical copy of the book or if you're a guy on the run and reading is not your thing, buy the, the audible, the audio version of the book, uh, Ways of the Superior Man. And what that book will do is introduce you as a man to how uh, some of the things that we do and say affect the woman that we're romantically connected to, right? And if you're oblivious to that, you won't realize some of the ways you might be stealing away uh, her safety, her ability to be vulnerable, her ability to give you the fullness of, of her love. And on the other side, uh, you know, women have been taught that men have less feelings and there are things that we don't care about. Uh, that we actually do care about. And so we have to unlearn, women are gonna have to unlearn some of those things that they learn. And women are gonna have to recognize that as well as them needing to feel safe, that they need to do things to make uh, their, their romantic partner feel safe and not do things uh, that make their ro romantic partners feel unsafe. And so, you know, they need to, 
first and foremost, uh, couples need to treat each other with, with kindness. Uh, couples need to give each other grace. Couples need to listen to comprehend and not listen to respond to one another. Even if you feel like uh, you disagree, get more information and a better understanding of what, you're, what you think you're disagreeing uh, about. And so, yeah, I think people need to take their time, uh, not be afraid to, to love on that partner, not be afraid to uh, give their best. I, you know, I think we've, we've arrived at this real place where people are so hell bent on protecting themselves. It's almost to the point where we don't feel safe unless we're the one getting over right unless you know in some ways we're the ones giving less or maybe mistreating a little more and we got to really get out of that space that's a destructive space and it really doesn't work you know protecting everybody who thinks they're out here protecting themselves or went on this uh, path or protecting themselves has still found disappointment and still found hurt and so we think when we experience disappointment and heartbreak that it's designed for us to create these shields around our heart but I'm, I'm coming to understand that it, that heartbreak is to break your heart open, uh, to make your heart so strong that um, you can love regardless, right? And you can love through uh, disappointment and you can love yourself uh, through disappointment. So hopefully uh, those tips help. Yeah, you know, and um, just want to also too, you know, we're, we're so much more than um, what we see. You know, I've talked about you know, I have a podcast called Skin Deep and and talking about how if all that you love is what you can see, then you then you can't really love me. Right. Right. Uh, have you ever had one of those moments, man? I don't know. Like, where you've seen a woman just like just talking about whatever, like whatever she's passionate about. It could be like for me, like I'm in the, you know, in a realm outside of the podcast of like advocacy for black home ownership, right? Right. If you see an intelligent woman and you know, and she's on the mic or you you even read her book, you ever seen a fine woman just talking and you like, you connect, you like, dang, like, you know, you, you feel something connecting because you can hear her mind, right? Like there's so like, like, talk to me about mental intimacy and like spiritual intimacy. Cause somebody's faith you know, and, and spirituality can bring you in close as well. So what can you say about that? Because I think sometimes we get so like in a box around intimacy and relationships. Right. And I think there's so much more, you know, to us. But to me, especially as a grown man, right, seasoned, right, um, there's parts of a woman that, you know, that we we actually have overlooked. And now that we have eyes that can see, I'm like, man, you know, it's sexy when you see you see a woman who is intellectually spiritually you know inclined and motivated so what do you have to say about mental um mental int intimacy as well as spiritual intimacy yeah mental intimacy is really really powerful uh in fact it is so powerful that i had to take some time and really um get some control over myself because i found it difficult to admire a woman it's, it was it's like what you said you, you hear a woman talking she's talking with passion she knows what she's talking about uh she's conveying her point her mission her purpose uh not only verbally but energetically as well uh i found it difficult to admire those women without desiring them romantically and so i had to learn to differentiate the, 
from the two that I can feel mental intimacy with a woman and really admire uh, where she's come from, where she's coming from and how she's putting it down without uh, interpreting it as romantic interest, right? And so, yeah, I, I found myself uh, totally uh, attracted to to some women who just because of the way that they were operating uh, in their space that I might not have even paid much attention to the physical prior to hearing them speak and seeing how they were moving. Uh, but once I did, <clears throat> uh, you know, it was hard. They were hard for me to resist. Uh, and then that spiritual intimacy too. you know, one of the things um, that I really admire about some women is is how they parent like I really respect and admire and am attracted to women who are really good parents really good intentional mothers really loving on uh, their children really putting thought into uh, how they're parenting and uh, trying to balance the co-parenting role and being really really supportive of their child and paying attention to their child enough to discover what their ch children are passionate about and then to help uh, facilitate that. And so that is truly a thing. And it, as you shared, it doesn't have to be uh, romantic that um, I credit, credit a woman named Sarah for saving my life. Uh, I was about to say to some degree, but really there is no to some degree. She saved my life, but she's an evangelist. She's a pastor. Um, she's a prophetess. Uh, and I revered her so much. I respected her so much uh, that early on I came to her and told her I didn't know if I was worthy of her friendship. Right. Because <laughs> I was still sinning. Uh, you know, I wasn't uh, saved, certainly wasn't uh, walking in the exact same path. Uh, that Jesus walked at that time and she was and even in that she's like you think I don't know who you are like you know and you think God doesn't know who you are like God made you uh, who you are she's like have I ever tried to get you to go to church have I ever tried to you know really get you to do anything uh, and the answer was no but yeah the um, she really got me to trust God about um my relationship with my son and overcoming legal obstacles that were keeping us uh, apart, that she got me to uh, totally stop fighting. She said, you fought, you fought, you fought. Now it's time to just totally trust God. And she said, whatever they say, when you disagree with it, you think it's wrong, you even think it's gonna hurt your son, just go with it and don't say anything. And it was so crazy that I followed that advice and the lawyers, the judges, everybody was like, you're different. And when I stopped arguing and I stopped fighting, they no longer saw me as, as part of the problem anymore, <laughs> right? And when two people are going back and forth, you know, when the, when the parents are at war, it's the child that gets wounded. And so what Sarah did was, uh, you know, show me that it was time to stop warring physically and verbally and uh, to really trust in God and trust in my love for my son and my desire to be in my son's life. And uh, that had to be uh, the single uh, most greatest 
piece of advice that I ever got because it, it, it reunited me with my son and even changed my relationship with my son and helped me to create uh, intimacy with my little man. Man, I, um, I want to tell you, thank you for everything you have, have said and shared. Cause, um, like I say, man, um, we don't have these conversations at the barbershop. This ain't the, this ain't, this is a whole different barber. This is Q's lounge. You right. know what I mean? This right, is Q's right. special guest in Yatu. You know, Marvel was Hitch in order to be able to have these conversations. So I appreciate everything you just said, because as a man, you know, um, you know, one of the things that's true about life, there's no true, there's no new feelings and emotions. You know what I mean? Like what man has always walked with, you know, no matter what color you are, um, you have these feelings and these desires. And so for you to share what you shared, um, I hope um, that that inspires because, you know, we are we are going to get to vulnerability one way or another. And if you have kids, you know, and if you have anybody that you love, you're going to you're going to get to vulnerability in a way that it could be a crash course. Or you can pump your brakes and and uh, take heed to a good word. And I appreciate you today, man, coming on um, in Yatu. Um, it's been a it's been a blessing. I want to make sure that we um, that you will let everyone know how to um, how to follow you, how to get in touch with you, how to get some counseling. You know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So uh, thank you to the moderator for putting my Instagram up there and Yatu Marvelous Hitch. That's how you can find me. On Instagram, on Facebook, it's just my government name and Yatu Marvel. Lose the is hitch, but uh, I have a website. It's called thehitchagency.com. Uh, and you can go there, find out more about me, found, find out more about my formal training and my background, uh, and find out how to book me for a free consultation, how to book me for sessions. I also have some really great uh, blogs and articles on my website. Uh, that can give people insight into relationships, dating, romance, and healthy uh, versions of those. And so that's what HITCH stands for, uh, Healing Individuals to Connect Healthily. Uh, I spent the majority of my life uh, pursuing romance, pursuing dating, pursuing relationships uh, with women, but never thinking to myself that I wanted the result to be something healthy. I may have used some adjectives that would fall under that category, but healthy was never the focus when that actually should be the main focus, right? And so what a lot of people have to do in life is to have to learn how to be attracted to what is healthy for them, right? And so so many people experience heartbreak over and over again because they think they have a type and that's what they keep going after. And that is actually what's causing them the heartbreak because uh, they think they're attracted to what was projected onto them that they should be attracted to. They never found out for themselves uh, what they should really be attracted to, and that is what is healthy uh, for them. And so unfortunately, a lot of people, including myself at times in my life, have been attracted to toxicity, attracted to chaos, attracted to the power struggles uh, between men and women as opposed to uh, harmony and cooperation. And so, yeah, that's how to find me. And uh, I love to help whoever I can that desires to have a healthy romantic experience. I would like to give you all the tools that I possibly can. Every tool that was handed to me, I would love to place into your tool belt uh, so you can use them to get the re desired results that you want. Awesome. Well, brother, I appreciate you, man, for coming on. You guys, make sure you follow Inyatu. I am a huge fan of you. And, and um, if you ever see... 
um, there's video out there of Yatu and I on a podcast. You'll see my excitement and my enthusiasm, and I'm uh, I'm just so thankful that we've been able to finally get together on Q's Lounge, man. And you are always welcome. If you got a if you got something burning on on your heart, man, and that, that God's put on your heart that we need to talk about, Q's Lounge is that space for you at any time. You are welcome. So just thank you again. God bless, man. Something's burning on my heart right now. I really respect you, Q. Uh, you are secure enough uh, within your manhood to uh express admiration uh you know affection uh for another man um you know openly and so we've been trained and conditioned uh not to be okay with that man but i I love my friends i love my brothers and uh i really do admire and appreciate what you're doing with your platform i think you're taking a brave stance I, i can see that it's an authentic and genuine uh stance and man, I just, I, I, you know, you, I, I, I probably haven't said it enough, but I definitely respect you. I've definitely been on the lookout uh, for Q's Lounge. Uh, I, you know, some of the shows that I did that you were a part of, those were some of my most uh, enjoyable, enjoyable times being a guest. And so I appreciate the questions that you asked. I know that you put thought into it. I appreciate the intentionality of, of this entire show and, and how you set it up. Man, and I, when I say I'm honored to be here, I mean it. Uh, I am honored to be here, man. I got nothing but love and, you know, respect for you. Salute. I appreciate you, man. It means a lot. So Q's Lounge is a vibe. Can you tell, can you let everybody know that Q's Lounge is a vibe? Absolutely. <laughs> if they're watching, uh, they can't miss it. But yeah, Q's Lounge is, is definitely a vibe. Um, I mean, you know, we had a conversation about intimacy but I think the energy of the conversation uh, was intimate. And uh, I think the vibes tonight uh, have been intimate. And so, yeah, if you're watching this show right now, share it, share it with your friends. Uh, if you, you, you know, I'll speak to the people who will be watching the replay because I know some people will catch it tomorrow uh, on my wall, the link to it. And of course, I'll be resharing it on, uh, in as many spaces as I can. But yeah, Q's Lounge. Is not just a vibe; it may be the vibe uh, for uh, for love and romance and honesty, uh, where men can be, you know, open because there aren't a lot of safe spaces. You know, I, I get flack. You wouldn't believe it, but I get I get flack all the time <laughs> about being open and honest and about pursuing love. Uh, I, I heard some guys a couple of weeks ago say that any man who's intentionally looking for a relationship, intentionally looking for marriage, uh, was gay. And I've had some women, uh, you know, going in on uh, men who make Dear Future Wife posts, uh, which I was doing that from the sincerity of my heart, uh, campaigning for black love, trying to encourage people to see uh, the benefits of healthy uh, black love. And so, yeah, people don't always embrace that. And so, you know, yours is one of the few safe spaces uh, for men. No one's gonna get called a simp. (laughs) No one's going to get called a cornball. We're going to reject the training and conditioning. We're going to reject the machismo uh, of the barbershop. And we're going to get down to it uh, on Q's Lounge. That's right. That's right, man. You, uh, So much I want to say, man. I'm so excited about the next show. Like, I want to keep you here. But, um, brother, again, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so, so much. Please make sure you follow Nyatu. And and make sure that you know that... um, 
he will respond. He's got the website, all that stuff was given. And again, thank you again, brother. Uh, thank you again for coming to Q's Lounge. And again, I hope to uh, have you on uh, real soon. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you to the team, Marlene in the background, making things happen. And thank you to anybody who's watching this. Uh, we appreciate your support. And we, we know, we hope and we know that you got some value out of tonight. Amen, amen. And so um, I just, again, want to thank Yatu for sharing. There's a lot of transparency that he shared. And, you know, intimacy um, was the topic is, you know, going beyond, you know. And I think um, one of the things I just wanted to share before um, we wrap up is, you know, if you're in a relationship right now and you are married, you know, you're struggling in your relationship, you know, sometimes you get into this war. And I would just say to just kind of just stop, you know. Uh, stop whatever you've been doing routinely, challenge yourself, challenge your spouse, challenge your significant other um, to just, you know, maybe change the change the routine, change the um, the way that you're doing things and think about the intimacy. How are we connecting? You know, what am I seeing about her today? Because she's not the same woman she was when I first met her. You know, she's a completely different woman today, you know, especially after the kids or whatever, after the things that, you know, the losses she's had in her life. And so spending time, really, if you really want love, you know, and the brother said it today, you know, intimacy, love, you're going to find intimacy and you can't get there without the vulnerability. So you have to, if you want to have love, you want to have something really close and connection and you want to have, you know, that, that, that toe curling love, especially before we go into the winter, um, we're going to have to go, we're going to have to go a little bit deeper. So I hope that you were encouraged um, and challenge yourself too, brothers, women, challenge yourself you know, to break those routines, right? right? So that you're trying things differently and looking at one another um, beyond the, the physical. So we talked about the mental and the spiritual. Um, get into that because sometimes you can get back to the other pieces just by, you know, looking and, and respecting one another um, mentally, you know, intellectually and, and spiritually. So um, again, this show today in this podcast, Q's Lounge is about all matters of the heart. Um, it's our place to just vibe and chill. You know, I pray that you've had a good time, that you got something that was good. I want to make sure that that you are that you get all the, uh, you know, the resources for Q's Lounge. You can find them on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, all the streaming platforms. And again, I want to say thank everybody that's watching from YouTube and Facebook, um, the new the new viewers, new followers. Uh, I want to thank you. And um, and then just be sure uh, to just, you know, share, share this information, share the platform. You know, I don't ask for a cash app or anything. There was a lot of good, you know, uh, energy and conversation that was had. And hopefully um, you will share it um, with those, um, you know, those who you love. But that's it. We're going to get out. <laughs> I love y'all. Thank you again for being inside of the Q's Lounge and vibing with your boy. Uh, we will see you again uh, very soon. God bless. And I'll talk to you guys soon. We'll see you guys soon. Peace.